Hey, Sarah. Hey, Terry. Do you want to go on an adventure? Sure. I love adventures. Okay, let's go. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Terry. Are you ready for today? Sure. Okay. We are in a very small closet today. We tried a new location. Yes. Back in the closet, but back in a much smaller closet. We may post a picture. Yeah, probably so. It's actually kind of our storage closet. We have our hurricane supplies in here, our camping supplies. All our adventure gear is in this closet. So it may make this podcast special. I didn't even think about that. Our adventure gear is in here. Yeah. We have some listener questions today. The first one is... What is your favorite podcast? Which I thought was just so fun. So let's talk about our favorite podcast. Okay. So what's yours? Oh, I'm going first? Yeah, you first. Well, there are some podcasts that are my regulars that I've listened to for years. And then there are some podcasts that it might be like a short series about sort of like a docu-series. I don't know what the technical name for that is for a podcast, but mm-hmm. that kind of style. The long-term ones for me have been Sincerely Fortune. and uh, Yes, me too. Love Sincerely Fortune. Fortune Feimster, love her. And Tig and Cheryl, True Story. Oh, uh, yes. You're a huge fan of Tig and Cheryl. Yeah, major fan. We even did the, their live show. They did a live show in November mm-hmm. of 2021, and we did that, and that was fun. Oh, yeah. We might have to do a live show sometime. Yeah. Big shout out from that live show to Robin in the hood. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. She's very active in the chat. (laughs) And then a couple other ones that I listen to. I love anything about cults and Scientology. I'm just Mm -hmm. sort of obsessed with it. And your sister actually told me about Leah Remini's Scientology Fair Game podcast. Mm -hmm. And so that one is relatively new for me and so i still have a lot of episodes to go through with it but that's a good one and then i also will say that i really enjoyed the michelle obama podcast as well oh yeah she's so awesome i love michelle yeah, obama. That, that was another good podcast i'd say but what about you Okay, I love My Favorite Murder. This one I've been listening to for a couple years. It's just really fun with Karen and Georgia. They are just so funny. It'd be so fun to have some of these podcasters on our podcast someday, wouldn't it? Yeah. I wonder if they adventure. Probably they all travel a lot. Yeah. So My Favorite Murder is a great one. It's a true crime uh, mixed in with comedy. And Ask Eliza Anything is another one. I listen to that one weekly. She's just so funny. She's a comedian. And I also like Radio Rental, which is a newer one. That's just a fun, like, true, creepy stories told by the people who experience them. I will say that for me, I used to listen to, and I can't even think about them now because it's been a couple of years, but I used to listen to podcasts that were more about education or learning or something about like you're learning a new skill or learning how something happened or learning about whatever and then once I met Terry she was big into comedy stuff and that really got me thinking because she's you know life's hard enough right why not have some laughs and so then that got me into Mm -hmm. some of these comedy ones so I will have to say that's due to you that even listen to these ones oh It just doesn't surprise me that on your free time, you listen to educational podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Were there any other questions? Yes. So who do we relate to more? Barb and Star or Candace and Tony from Portlandia? Okay. That's interesting. I only know of Barb and Star, so I guess I'll say... Barb and Star, but their friends not married, so it's slightly different, I guess. But that was yeah. a good movie. What was? was I don't that... think Candace and Tony are married either. I think it's just like who do we relate to, like personality wise, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Yeah, I-, I thought the movie was good. The Barb and Star. Barb movie. and Star is so funny, and Fortune Feimsters in that one as well. Who oh, we love. We love Fortune. Yeah. 
I do agree. Like Barb and Star are just really good friends and they're just so supportive of each other. And they're just, I love how they dance. They just like tap. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's crazy. We need to watch it again. Yeah. I, although I love Candace and Tony, I think that I would identify with Barb and Star more. Candace and Tony are really fun to watch though. Like I just kind of secretly want to be like them in a way. Okay. Yeah. I, I have no idea, but sounds good. Well, you've watched a couple of the episodes. Um, no, I haven't. We literally just watched one. Oh, a clip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on. What's today? What are we doing today? Oh, uh, today we're talking about Chicago. Oh, good thing we have a reason to be in this closet. <laughs> I thought you forgot, maybe. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant by that question. You're like, what's today? I'm like, oh, God, is she talking about the date or is it something special? Like, it's not an anniversary or anything. Uh, and then I realized that we're podcasting. Well, that you were asking about the one we're talking about, which is Chicago. Okay. <laughs> You love Chicago. Yeah. So I will say a bit about this trip. I used to live in Chicago for a very short amount of time for five months. I did a semester internship there when I was an undergrad. And before I did that internship, I knew I was destined to live in Chicago. Mm. That was my plan. Like go live in a city. And then I lived in Chicago for five months and I absolutely loved it. Chicago is hands down my favorite city, but I also realized I don't want to live in a city. I want to visit a city. Mm -hmm. A little bit more backstory. We were supposed to go on a really fun week long trip for my birthday in 2021 because I turned 30 in 2020 and that got ruined because of COVID. That ended up having to get canceled. So then we split it into two trips actually. So this time that we're talking about for this episode is a weekend trip we did in Chicago in September um, 2021. So that's sort of the timing of it. I had never been to Chicago. Well, actually, that's not true. I drove through Chicago with our son Lincoln once, and we looked at the Big Bean and went to a hotel and then left the next morning. That was all my experience in Chicago. Yeah, and I love Chicago, and I think I've pretty much done everything touristy there was to do there while I lived there. And so for this trip, I wanted us to do some really fun stuff that we'll talk about in our recreational romp, so I don't want to get ahead, but just some chill, fun, cool stuff that's that's not like the typical, let's go be a tourist in Chicago. Just FYI, Sarah's cheating and looking at my notes. I, I have to look. <laughs> <laughs> she was reading my notes for recreational romps. I really wasn't. Okay. Never mind. She wasn't. Okay. I mean, I have to look in a certain direction because of where the microphone is in this small closet. Oh, yeah. We're looking straight ahead. It's really awkward. We're not looking at each other. Yeah. And so I'm really not looking at her notes. So I have my own notes. I'm glancing at your notes. Ah, okay. So maybe you're calling me out because you were looking at mine. Mm -hmm. I saw you glance at mine too. I feel like there's like a psychological word for that. I don't know. Probably. Okay. I probably need psychological help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't we all? Okay. Uh, We got to get started. We got to get through this. So our first, our first section we always have is outdoor happenings. Now, here's what I'll say about the outdoor happenings. We went on this trip in mid-September. We incorrectly assumed it would feel like fall. Uh, Yeah. It was hot. Hot and humid. We also planned for this trip that we were going to take the L, right? The train. So we flew into Midway Mm -hmm. and we took the train into the city. The district that we stayed in was the River North area. And so it was really easy to get from the airport to the hotel yeah. On the train. That area was beautiful. River North. Yeah. And then 
you know, Chicago is so walkable. So we either walked or we took the L around. And then there was a couple of times that we took Ubers that was like a little bit longer because it was hot. And we had to keep in mind, everyone, that Terry is still in her recovery process for her back. So just want to remind everyone that she had a spinal fusion. This is like a major deal. And so we're really just, for me, part of this whole podcast is just really also being proud of her for doing all these things, knowing that, you know, she's still recovering. Mm -hmm. Thank you. One of the things that was surprising, though, was that the subway and bus drivers were not present. And so what we thought would be really easy to just like hop on, hop off, walk around ended up being a lot more difficult. So it was the choice of walking really far in the hot, humid weather and causing migraines for myself and the back pain or just like taking an Uber. So we did make some choices. Oh, okay. That's a really great point. I want to mention this. So like I said, I lived in Chicago for five months and I literally took the public transportation everywhere. Like I didn't have a car Uber was not in my budget. I don't even know if it was like a thing back then when I was there. So our whole intention of this trip is that we're going to take the L to get around. Because I'm telling Terry, it's so easy. You literally never have to wait more than a couple of minutes. And then we get there. And so keep in mind, a lot of the stations, you have to go underground and it's hot. And then you're waiting down there and you're waiting and... It says train will arrive in 10 minutes, 30 minutes later, the train's still not there. At this time, they were having major staffing shortage because still having the impacts of everything going on with COVID. And so there weren't as many trains running. And there was a couple of times we had like specific ticketed things we had to get to. And we were like, well, we can't risk waiting for a train you know, 30 minutes and it still not you know, show up or something and miss. So that was a good point. I totally forgot about that. And another thing with the buses, too, is the same thing is we we know how to use the bus system. We know how to do transfers, all that kind of stuff. Very capable there. The buses literally just weren't running. There was so many routes that weren't even in operation. Yeah, I will say that I unfairly judge Chicago because I was expecting it to be like New York or Paris. You know, you just like hop on, hop off, walk around. And I was getting really frustrated. It took us a a bit to realize it was a staffing issue and not Chicago transportation. So I apologize, Chicago, for being annoyed at you. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say it took me a minute, too, because I had gone into this trip telling Terry how easy it is and how accessible it is and how great it is. And then we're getting there and it's just like a bunch of whole frustration. So I'm glad we figured that out. So what did you give Outdoor Happenings? Oh, very low. I gave it a six. It was just for me, it was it was too hot. I wouldn't go back for the type of trip we were doing. I wouldn't go back that time of year because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be cooler so we could walk around and not be sweaty. And public transportation was a bummer. So a six. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to give it a five. The humidity was too much. And like, where's the wind, Chicago? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like a... The Windy City. Yeah. I think it's like a fable or something. Oh, called? really? It's not true? I don't know. I'm I don't, I'm not researched in that area, but I think there's something to that. Okay. Well. Okay. We got to move. I'm going to give it a five. Let's move on. Yeah, we got to move on. Significant stays. Uh, this was one of my favorite hotels I've ever stayed in. Wow. Yeah. Terry, with her job... I think we've talked about this in a different episode as well. I mm-hmm. think even the Colorado one again gets amazing points. Yeah, we have a Marriott point program at my job. So we get a bunch of points every year to use how we want. And hopefully they keep that program up. I'm going to miss that program if they take it away. Yeah, Marriott's changing things around and people are complaining at work. But, you know, what's new? People complain. But Terry doesn't work for Marriott, a different company. Yeah. So she booked us this amazing room. Again, we were in the River North District. And so she booked us a stay at the Westin. 
an amazing hotel, and she got us a riverfront room, all with her points. Yep, it was the Westin Chicago River North, and honestly, it felt too fancy for me. I yeah. don't know about you, but I was like, we don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it definitely was one of those hotels that I would have stayed at when I was doing a lot of corporate travel. And, you know, you walk in with your professional clothes on, with your briefcase or whatnot. And then here we come sort of for a fun tourist style weekend. <laughs> but it, it was awesome yeah the patio overlooking the river was amazing we sat down there one night and just like people watched it was fun yeah that was great at that hotel so what would you give this significant stay well when i did my research i gave it an eight Mm -hmm. so i think i'm gonna stick with the eight even though it was an amazing hotel i just felt like I, i gave it an eight And part of it is because it is in the city. Mm -hmm. It's just different. A city vacation is different than our adventurous mountain vacations. Yeah. But it was a great hotel. I have nothing bad to say about it. I gave it a nine because of all the places we stayed, um, this hotel was amazing. And what would have given it a 10 is if the pool was open. They had an indoor pool there. Oh, I didn't even know that. I know. I never told you. Oh, my God. (laughs) I didn't want you to be upset when we were there. Oh, wow. I had no idea. But yeah, that outdoor bar area they had was epic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So nice. I mean, everything's really expensive, though, because it's a really nice hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will say we got uh, one beverage and that was good enough. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Globetrotting gear. Okay, globetrotting gear. I ended up, by Sarah's suggestion, getting these blister pads for my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel, like, just really stupid about this. But what happened was I wear my Burks everywhere in Florida. Just like I wear my Burks. That's what happens. Burks everywhere. Then we go to Chicago and for some reason, I'm like, we're going to be walking a lot. Let me bring these running shoes. (laughs) And I didn't bring my Burks. And the first day I get all these like horrible blisters on my feet. My feet are aching. Like I can't even stand to walk. And I didn't bring my Burks. I was so annoyed. But Sarah said, let's just get these blister pads. And I've never used them before. And they worked great. So if you have blisters and you're on vacation, Go to Walgreens, CVS, pharmacy, wherever you are, and get these little pads. And they're just amazing. I think they were, like, called corn pads. Yeah, there's a couple of different styles and and brands of it. And they're called, like, moleskin, I think. I will say we have to sort of give a shout-out to the commander here. Oh, okay, the commander. Yeah, because my dad is the one that told me about those. Oh, well, then it goes up the chain. Yeah, he's in the military, and he spent quite a bit of time with the Marines. And whenever they go out, he would always tell me that he would bring those just just in case, because whenever they're, you know, doing their drills or doing whatever, you got to deal with it because mm, well, they're wearing their boots and stuff. And then I started using them. I used to do a lot of running, like 30 miles a week kind of running, and I, I would get blisters and I would use them. And then so when Terry was telling me about that, I was like, we've got to get you these. Well, thank you, Commander. Yeah. I would say that for me, I picked my overalls. Oh, my God. Those were <laughs> so cute. And the reason I picked them was I wore them. We were there only a couple of days. It was a quick trip, but I wore them several of the days mm-hmm. because they had so many pockets so there was a pocket big enough for my phone to safely fit in not on the butt so i didn't feel like someone's gonna steal it and there's plenty of pockets to like slide in the l pass so i didn't have to like get out my wallet every time it just was really useful because of that though i that was the only really globe trotting gear kind of thing so i gave it a seven I mean, what would you, what did you give your... Well, I didn't know that your overalls had so many good uses. I thought they were just cute. Oh, okay. Well, I think for my globetrotting gear, I would give... Hmm, it's hard because they really helped me out. 
I think I have to give it a 10. Like, they really worked. I, I think you have to give it a 10 as well. Yeah. Because we were at a situation where it was almost like a panic situation. Because yeah. it was like the first day there. Mm-hmm. And I was to the point where we were looking at a couple of stores for shoes. I was thinking, we're going to have to buy her some new shoes. And then I was like, well, maybe we can get her some new Birkenstocks. Like, we got to figure this out. And none of the shoes that the stores had fit her because she has custom things she needs for her feet and all this stuff. So. They're not custom. They're just, no, they're oh. just size 10, which is hard to find in women's. Oh, okay. Because I just know we went to several stores, you know, and there was like nothing that was working right. And then I was like, well, maybe we got to import these shoes or something. Oh, but. my gosh. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> From now on, I'm just going to bring my Burks with me because they're comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so, in theory, like, would the Burks be the globetrotting gear? No, because I didn't bring them. Okay. Maybe in a future episode, because I will have them. <laughs> Gulps and goodies. Oh, so good. This one, when I originally did my notes here, you all know that we give each of these categories 1 to 10. I gave it a 12. Wow. But then I took it back down to a 10, because I said, that's not allowed. First, I'm going to get the negative one out of the way. All right. Get and it then out after the that, way. it's going to be all positive. So Chicago hot dogs. I mean, I don't know what happened there, but that's all you hear about Chicago hot dogs. Right. And then so I go to get one and it's just OK. It's like this is a hot dog like in Florida. So I'm sure the Chicago people have something to say to me and let's hear it. Yeah, well. I do remember Terry was a little bit obsessed with, I want to get a hot dog from Chicago. And I'm just sort of like, okay, that's great. We all have things we want to do on trips. But I'm in my head, I'm like, well, I don't know where this is coming from. For me, Chicago is known for pizza. Yeah, I mean, that's just what I hear. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. Okay, so we'll, we'll just get that one out of the way. Wasn't that impressive? It was a hot dog. But maybe people from Chicago would love to, you know, write us or let us know. What's so special about those Chicago hot dogs? Yeah, it could be an example of there's one place you got to get it from, you know. Yeah. But we did, we you know, before our trips, we did do a lot of Googling and stuff. So it could be an opportunity for whatever this vendor is that makes these amazing hot dogs to really up their digital marketing game with Google search and everything so people can yeah. find it. Okay, so let's move on to the fun stuff. The one other thing that Chicago's known for is pizza. And that delivered. The pizza was so good. Yeah. Now, there are several different chains in Chicago. Okay. And we just tried one. Well, I will say from when I lived there, Giordano's, by far, my favorite of the big names. And that's where we went. I mean, there's Luminati's, there's, I think, Gino's East, there's a couple others, but Giordano's hands down my favorite. This deep dish pizza is like nothing I've ever had before. It was like dying and going to heaven while eating. Oh my God. <laughs> the cheese and the like greasiness, I don't know. It was just so good. You have to go to Chicago and eat this pizza, period. Yeah, it is hands down. You know, I've eaten pizza around the world and it's the best. I will say that Giordano's does have a location in the Orlando tourist trap area. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're not going to Chicago anytime soon, but maybe you're doing an Orlando trip. You can hit them up there too. But yeah, it's amazing. So hands down pizza. Now, one of the other things that I did, because I did the planning of this trip. Usually yeah. Terry does the planning, but I did the planning of this one. And I wanted to make sure we had reservations for every meal, brunch, lunch, dinner, everything, because it is still in the pandemic. We know that not everywhere is like Florida where they're acting like it's not existing. And so we want to make sure we had seating at certain times based on limited capacity. Oh, yeah. And they it was existing in Chicago. Like they took it very seriously, which I appreciate it because mm -hmm. we go to restaurants here. It's like, oh what pandemic and then there it was like 50 percent seating capacity a lot of open air seating i just love that they took it seriously 
Yeah. So I got us a couple of amazing reservations of places I had never eaten before. Mm-hmm. I also will say we tend to have our big spend for meals at breakfast slash brunch. So for a lot of people, their their big their big ticket meals are dinner time. Ours are at breakfast and brunch because mm-hmm. we like the food, we like the drinks. So I've got a couple here I want to talk about. Okay. Now the first one, I don't know how to say it. Beatrix? Where is it? It was that first brunch place we went to where we sat outside. Yeah, that was Beatrix. That's how you say mm-hmm. it, Beatrix. So they have a couple of locations. They were amazing. We had reservations in advance. I just remember the food being great. In particular, I got two drinks. One was what they call the Blue Boost. And it had fresh blueberry juice and white grape juice and some other stuff in it. It was amazing. And then I got a coffee drink that was on their special menu. So I couldn't find it on their website to tell you. But it was amazing. You remember that restaurant? I do remember it. I remember the ambiance and like how amazing it was there. I mean, the food was great, but I don't remember the food compared to other restaurants. I just remember there like it being so beautiful and nice. And we sat near the open windows and it was just a really fun place to eat. Yeah. And I, I remember, too, it was by we were right by the sidewalk. And so we had early, we also had early reservations. I think we went there like 8 30 or something. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people walking their doodles. Oh, they were so cute. Yeah. Those Chicago dogs, like the animals, are so cute. Yeah. The thing about it is when we're looking at them, we're like, oh, they are such city dogs. You know how there's people that are like city people and then people that are sort of country people mm-hmm. and whatever. It's the same is true of dogs because these city dogs just knew how to behave and not bark and all this. If our dogs were walking around downtown in a the city, they'd be barking at every car, oh. every per- a trash can. If Clark had seen a trash can, yeah. he, he gets scared of vacuums and garbage bags. So I just... We couldn't bring our dogs to the city. No. Right on cue, they're barking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next place is hands down my favorite restaurant. It's on the caliber, in my opinion, of the Hammer Ham Oysters. Oh, yes. This, I agree. Yeah, this is how amazing. This will hands down my in my top two restaurants in the world. Well, it was so good. We went twice in one weekend. (laughs) Yes. Now, I think it's called Edie's, but Terry thinks it's called Eddie's. Yeah, I think it's called Eddie's. Regardless, it's E-D-I-E apostrophe S. It is this amazing cafe, amazing food. But the thing that gets me is their drink creations. Like I mentioned before, I wanted to find some cool spots for us to go to. Giordano's is a must-do, right? And it's sort of in the line of, like, the tourists. Like, Chicago's known for pizza, so all the tourists go get pizza. I wanted to find some really cool local spots. This place is awesome. They opened in, actually, 2020. It's just, like, out-of-this-world kind of drink. So I found them online, checked out their website. Check it out. It's amazing. Their drinks are so cool. They're all these crazy colors, glitter, everything. So what was that drink you got? What was it called? It was called the charcoal latte. Oh my God. Yes. That was so cool. It was like a unicorn. Yeah. It was like sort of dark blue greenish with glitter. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. I cannot drink sweet drinks at all. And so a lot of times when we go for coffee, which we do a lot, I just get like a basic espresso because I can't do all the sugar. These drinks were amazing. I really, I can't describe it anymore. So I had a rose latte and it was so beautiful when it came out. It had a heart in the latte art and little rose petals on it. But better yet, the taste was just so good. And then the next day when we went, I got the lavender latte. So both of them amazing. I agree it was just awesome. And then we got the avocado toast. I got some kind of, what was it, like an eggs and hash and sausage 
bowl mix. It was just so good. Yeah, and the place was cool too. Yeah. It it definitely was like a really nice vibe. So I will say it sort of makes me a little glad that I don't live in Chicago because I'd be spending a lot of money there every day pretty much. I'd be so tempted. It was so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the last one I have on Gulps and Goodies is when we went to Italy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was so fun. I loved that place. Yeah. So this place, I remember it was going up when I lived in Chicago the first time. And then, well, I guess the only time. But it's this multi-floor place. And it's literally like Italy, right? So you can go in there. You can buy authentic ingredients. Like if you're cooking for your own. Pasta, sauces, cheese. Yeah. Like real mozzarella. Like literally stuff they're making there and stuff they've got packaged. All this great stuff. And then you can also go and eat there. They have a restaurant. They have a cafe. They have a dessert bar. All this stuff. Right. So we had this mushroom truffle pizza. Oh my gosh. Like it's not comparable to Giordano's because it's not that deep dish. It was a thin crust, but still like so, so good. Yeah. It was the kind of pizza you get in Italy. It was so authentic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. It's like not comparable. And I will say it's the only pizza I've had since I've been in Italy that I tasted and I was like, yes, this is authentic I agree. Italian pizza. Because I've been to Italy too, and that's definitely, like, it was Italian. And we got this mozzarella ball. Like, we didn't know oh what was going to happen. It was With like, the pesto. Yeah, it was this big mozzarella ball that came out, and it had this pesto around it, and it was just so good. I forgot about that. Yeah, and then we got those desserts. Remember that, like, chocolate dessert with the gold flakes on it? And the cannolis, and then we had cappuccinos and lattes. We just ate it up there. I will say on this episode, we're doing a lot of talking in the gulps and goodies, because mm-hmm. basically that's what we did. We ate our way through Chicago. Yeah. Now, is there anything else you would add? Those are all I have. No, that's all I had, too. Oh, okay. So uh, for gulps and goodies, I gave it a 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 10. Chicago has... As the food, I would go back there to eat. Recreational romps. Okay, the recreational romps were really fun and they filled up our time between eating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, this is so true because I remember when I was booking, the first thing I did playing the strip was book the restaurants. Mm -hmm. And then I was paying attention to what neighborhoods things were in and all this stuff. But really, it was just about the best restaurants. And then whatever time we had in between the reservations to, to fill it. So that's funny. Yeah, it did fill our time in between eating. We went to the Navy Pier, which was fun, very touristy, but still like one of the things you do when you haven't really spent time in Chicago. And we did the impromptu architectural boat tour while we were there. We just decided to hop on. It was leaving in like two minutes. And I'm glad we did that because it was so hot there. And we got to see all the beautiful architecture and have it explained to us without walking. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you there. Navy Pier was pretty much the only this is a tourist thing and we're going to do kind of thing just because I wanted Terry to see that. And when we first got there, like if you've been to Navy pier, you know, it's sort of a big pier. And at the very front end of it, there's the big sign that says the times of the tours. And I looked at the watch. and I was like, um, we could get on the next tour. Would you want to do that? And so it was impromptu again, another example of, It wasn't an emergency, but we always talk about having like an emergency fund in case something comes up. And because we did have a little bit of money set aside, we were able to be able to buy those tickets. They weren't the cheapest things, but it was definitely really cool. Mm -hmm. What else did you want to add to this? Do you have any other romps? Yeah, I have three others. Okay, I have three more as well. Let's, okay, what's let's, your next one? Let's see if they're the same. I have the crime tour. Mm-hmm. The one, I do not have that. Oh. The Wonder Museum? Yes. And the comedy show? Yep. 
What was the other one that you have? Well, we went to the Nespresso store in Bloomingdale. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a rough. Okay, yeah. Well, let me go first, please, because I have okay. a lot to say. The Chicago Crime Tour was something I wanted to do I hadn't done yet. Again, it's a tourist thing, but it was something new. And I love how much I've said we didn't do tourist stuff, but everything we've done is pretty much tourist Everything stuff. we did was tourist stuff, FYI. I just, I don't know. I just don't like the tourist stereotypes. I don't want to be associated with it. But here we were, tourists, and I had on my blister pads and a fanny pack and my hiking pants because I wanted to be comfortable. So, yes, we were tourists. So we were on this tour bus, this this Chicago crime tour tour bus, and it was really fun. We just love... I mean, I can't speak for Terry, but we've watched a lot of shows and documentaries and stuff about like crime and prohibition. And we had recently finished Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. And so the crime tour was really fun because it was about Al Capone. Yeah. Like the mob and all this stuff. So we we hopped on the tour bus. The other cool thing I will say about that is because, as we mentioned earlier, it was hot And we did the night tour and the bus had air conditioning and it was just really great. And it drove us around several different neighborhoods. We went to Streeterville. We went to places we probably wouldn't have gone to if we weren't on a tour bus. Yeah, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. The tour bus wasn't full, so it wasn't really crowded. And I I did appreciate getting on and off. We ended up in like one alleyway. I can't remember who was murdered there, but... They told all these stories and then you got to take a picture. It was just fun. Yeah, so definitely worth it. I would say I would do that again. Now, hands down, one of the coolest things that I've been to in a while is the Wonder Museum. Yes, I loved that museum. It was just so amazing. What was your favorite part of it? The way it's set up is you walk through all these exhibits And it's pretty much merging technology and AI and art and just really cool, creative, innovative stuff all together. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. It was so epic. There was one area where the floor was lit up and where you stepped, it kind of made this um, ripple out of your feet in colors Mm -hmm. and so it was just really fun sarah was just walking around in her little short overalls being so cute and there was just like color all over the floor it it was that was fun that was that was a cool one yeah the other one i really liked the other exhibit and i'll post on our website adventurewives.com the artist so they can get some credit here but there was an installation that was you go into this room and it's filled with video and music and it was all AI generated artwork. And I thought that was just so fascinating because I also teach a course at a university on emerging technology. And so for me, it's just really fun to also experience emerging technology. Mm -hmm. I'm a futurist by trade as well. So I just love that kind of stuff. And it was just really inspiring for me. I just loved it. There was this other area where you could do like dance moves in front of a camera, but um, it didn't really show your body on the screen. It was just like a reflection of your body, if I'm describing that right. And then kind of like ripples behind you. It, it just looked cool. Yeah. And then there was one. It's sort of we were both there and then they had a worker station to take your picture. Oh, yeah. It was like perspective. Yeah, that's the word perspective. And then there was another one that had. Oh, wait. So let's talk about that. So the perspective. Okay. Uh, was like you were in one corner and you looked about three feet tall and I looked about eight feet tall and it was just so fun to get that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it was crazy because we're standing, you know, in reality, we're just standing there still ourselves. But then in that photo, it's like... Crazy. Yeah, the way the lines were going on the floor and on the wall, it made us look different heights. That was fun. The morning we went to this museum, my friend Brant died from COVID. So it was a really difficult time because I was like extremely sad. We were very close friends, but at the same time, we're like experiencing Chicago. And so one of the exhibits at this museum, you could text a word or a phrase to a number and then it would play like colors of that. 
And so I felt like really special that day because I got to put Brant's name in and then we filmed it. And it was just a really beautiful thing that day. So I thought that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to mention that because I didn't know if you want to talk about that, but that was really cool. And for me, it also sort of demonstrated how technology and art can be a positive part of the grieving process Mm -hmm. and like be involved in in sort of death, you know? Yeah, because that really lifted my spirits that Mm -hmm. day. I was just like, oh my gosh, look at this. And I just kept putting his name into the text. Yeah, it, it was a really cool exhibit. So like I said, we'll drop the link so you can see all the artist exhibits and whatnot. And I'm sure they frequently, you know, change out things. And that's the museum I definitely will go back to. It's sort of like in D.C. They had the museum. And every time I went to D.C., I always went to that museum. But then mm-hmm. it, it closed a couple of years ago. But that one is on my t- top list of museums. Love it. And the other thing I will say that I book this in advance because, again, as we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, I know how much Terry loves comedy. And she's mm-hmm. really got me sort of thinking about comedy. I don't like it as much as her. I don't like all the comedians she likes. I'm very selective. But I found this comedy show called She the People. Oh, it was so funny. I got us tickets and we went. Do you want to talk about it? It was a feminist comedy show. They poked fun at everything. It was highly uncomfortable at times. Well, maybe not for us, but I'm sure some people in the audience felt uncomfortable, but they were just speaking their truth, uh, being a woman in this society. The thing that I remember most about that show is that, again, it was like a multi-hour show and at comedy shows, different parts can be interactive. What's it called in the comedy shows when they have the audience participate? Like they say the different things. Do you know? I don't know the word. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, because they had this one part. It was like this multi-hour show. And one of the, the scenes they were doing, they were asking audience members to say different things. Like they would say a prompt and then they would ask somebody in the audience to respond. You remember that? Mm hmm. And I just thought that the whole principle of the entire show was about women and how they're treated right now in society. And then there was other concepts, too, about, you know, diversity and other things. But a man was yelling out answers. Yeah. I mean, the the audience was filled with women. There was there were men, but it wasn't that many men, you know, percentage wise. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like. This guy just doesn't even get it. Yeah. Before there's even a second to even think he's shouting out stuff. And it's like you're literally proving the the need for this comedy show. Yeah, it, it was shocking. So I just remember that about it. Yeah, I do remember that, too. And they just had so many skits. It was good. Like they were talking about turning 40 and then you get your like comfy clothes. <laughs> And it's just like um, becoming your mother at a certain oh age. My God, yeah. You know, they touched on all kinds of issues, abortion and guns and just like all kinds of things. And it was just um, it was really well done. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, definitely love that show. So those were the things I had pointed out for our recreational romps. What would you add? I'm going to add the Nespresso store in Bloomingdale's. First of all, I've never been in a Bloomingdale's. It was very nice. <laughs> and <laughs> again, I walk into Bloomingdale's. I'm like, oh, I don't belong here. But, you know, it was nice. But really, we went for the Nespresso store. So I've had an espresso maker, like coffee maker for years. And I've always ordered the pods online because they say you can either pick it up a bo- at a boutique or order online. I'm like, what's a boutique? We don't have one. Well, turns out Chicago has a boutique. (laughs) So they just have this wall of the pods. And it was just so fun to be there and to see them in person. And the man that was helping us just talked about all of them and gave us some suggestions for different ones we hadn't tried yet. So it was fun. Yeah. And I think that also, if you recall the, the trip itself, that was probably pretty uplifting for you because we went there sort of that first night when... We were dealing with your foot situation and the blister pads and all that. And then to be able to go there, 
you were just so excited, like seeing you in there and talking to the worker and everything and picking out all these pods. I'm just like, yeah, get whatever you want. Get the pods. All this I think stuff. I even took a picture. I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect because when we were walking over to it, I was thinking in my head, all right, let's get some coffee. We're about to like do some stuff later that night. I'm like, I could use some energy. I was thinking it was going to be like a Starbucks style where you can get a drink, get a coffee and obviously buy stuff. And we get there though. And you just buy your coffee. So I was a little disappointed <laughs> we couldn't get a like a live one. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not brewing coffee there. Yeah. So that's just an FYI. Okay. So recreational romps, when I first did my notes, I gave it a nine, but I think I'm gonna give it a ten. Mm. I'm gonna give it an eight just what? because <laughs> well, I love them. They were all fun, but I definitely enjoy outdoor activities more. And so if I had to give it a 10, I would feel like I was betraying the mountains. Yeah, that's fair. And what I will say about this trip is we would not have done this trip had we not had Terry's hotel points. So we got the hotel stay for free. We had airline points. So we got the original flights for free. You know, and then it was my birthday, so we had a little bit more spending money, and my mom had given me some money for my birthday. So this trip, we don't spend, like, this much on a weekend trip usually at mm -hmm. all. Like, that sort of goes against our, our principles, but, you know, it was sort of... It was fun. Yeah. It was, like, my birthday, and mm -hmm. it was also not just a birthday... Again, my 30th birthday party, we didn't get to have. And then this was like a year later. So it just, it was an investment, I will say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. All right, let me add up the scores here. Okay. The tabulations are complete. Oh, ready for the drum roll? Okay. Ready? Terry. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yep. So Terry gave it a 42 out of 50. And I gave it a 41 out of 50, making it a score of 83 out of 100. I think that's good. I think that's accurate. Mm -hmm. I think that reflects my true feelings. No need to add bonus points. Yeah. Ending questions. Mm -hmm. Would you go back? I would go back. I would go back in a different time where it wasn't so hot. And I would just want to eat and go to the hotel. <laughs> I would want to go to the hotel, swim, and then go eat. Yes. Well, Terry doesn't know this, but I am planning in the future. Don't worry. I haven't spent any money, but I am planning on taking her to a Christmas style Chicago weekend getaway Ooh. at some point because when I, when I lived there, I lived there during the fall and through the holiday season and all that, I actually walked in the Thanksgiving Day Parade with one of the lead balloon handlers. Wow. Yeah. I'm so special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Claim to fame right there. But I do want to take her back where, because part of it was we didn't get to see any shows, right, because of COVID and it was off season. And I want to go see you know the symphony orchestra mm. take her to that just walk around when there's some snow it's just very uh i imagine it to be very romantic so we'll be going back um yes. for a christmas style trip i would love that likely in early december um not of any particular year just that's that's when it would be would i go back so yes was it worth it i would say yes i also would again comment on I would not just go there any weekend for a weekend trip to spend that kind of money. It was a special trip. Yeah. Was it worth it? It's hard because, I mean, yeah, we had fun, but we got a lot of things for free. Right. I don't think it'd be worth it if we had to pay for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not, again, it's not the style trip we do. And to Terry's point, we did a lot of eating and usually we're doing a lot of activity. Yeah. And just to point out, those awesome meals were like 80 bucks. Yeah. So that's what I'm mentioning about our brunches, you know, our dinners. We don't drink, so we don't have that 
add on at dinner time or anything but we do drink coffee mm-hmm. and juices and, and unfortunately the coffee drinks can be just as much as a beer yeah <laughs> yeah okay what was your favorite memory but i have to go first okay you go first then <laughs> my favorite memory is that charcoal latte mm-hmm. i look at the pictures from that meal at least once a week because it was just so amazing and cool it was just so cool i didn't know that <laughs> Yeah. You look at the pictures. Yeah, I do. I do. It was so cool. My favorite memory was going to Giordano's because we got dressed up and I did my hair and we got really fun pictures and it was just a fun night out. We went out, went there. The food was amazing. It was like a date night within our vacation. That is so true. We did get good pictures. Ah, good times. And then... The final question we asked was, what was your LGBT experience during the trip? I think it was okay. I don't remember anything happening. That is so funny because I said it was excellent. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the other places that we've talked about on the podcast, some of them I think we had comments on, but most of them was just, you know, neutral, no big deal, you know. But I will say, in contrast to Chicago, most of those locations... I feel like from what I can um, visually recognize, I guess, being very stereotypical, that I were the only gay people I'm seeing with my eyes. Oh, yeah. It was fun to see other gay couples walking around. And I will say with Chicago, we definitely were not the only gay people there. And it's just like a different feeling of it's almost like sort of belonging in other places. It's maybe accepted right Mm -hmm. and nothing bad happened everyone was nice and all that stuff but there it was so cool just to like in the wild see other gay people and you know just seeing them like okay cool i see what you're saying yeah it was good it wasn't just okay it was really good it was nice to see other people and just like pride flags everywhere and we know we're accepted all right well anything else to say about chicago I think we covered it. I agree. (laughs) We got a little Chicago magnet. Yep. It's on the fridge. (laughs) Okay. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at AdventureWives or visit our website, AdventureWives.com for more information. Adventure Wives. (laughs)